sure this song is about me. I'm so vain. Don't you think this song is about me? Don't you? Don't you? Don't you now? Oh, today is Tuesday, August 24th, 2021. My name is Joe Batanz and I am the host of a show called This Joe Batanz, a show where I talk about like a daily journal. It's not a daily, I don't do it daily. It's a personal journal where I talk about the major events going on in my life. And we you can only hear that in one place. It's This Joe Batanz right here on Afterthought Media. I said at the top of the show, my name is Joe Joseph Batanz. I'm the host with the most stories about my own life. Anyway, uh, we have a lot to catch up on. <clears throat> I'll focus on the main events. As was mentioned on other shows, uh, I had a little bit of a get-together here uh, this past Saturday. Uh, I think they actually might have to close the window, so I think there's some sort of, like, yard work noise going on in someone's yard. Anyway, uh, I was the... I had a little get-together. Oh, myself, my cousin Richard came over. John Paul, Evil John, I'll tell you right now, spoiler alert, did not come over, but he was supposed to come over. And then Jay Ellis and his boyfriend, Paul. Lori chose not to come. Bucky and his wife chose not to come. That's who came. Now, what I decided for on the menu was um, a pizza. You know, personal, not personal pizzas, but little pizzas. I make a bunch of little pizzas. And my brother for Christmas <clears throat> from his father-in-law had received one of those bougie, swanky home pizza ovens called an uni, O-O-N-I, an uni pizza oven. And he used wood pellets. Well, I have wood pellets here at the house because I have a Traeger grill, so that wasn't a problem. So I'd asked my brother if I could borrow the pizza, but he's like, I've never been taken out of the box. <laughs> he's had it for eight months, never taken out of the box. So uh, on Thursday, I believe it was, I went and I picked up said pizza oven. And all the accoutrements that uh, come with said pizza oven. Wow, it's like no noise ever in this neighborhood. And I start doing a podcast. And now there's car alarms and yard work. Okay, we'll close the window. Hold on. Okay. So I decided on, because I didn't know how really how to use this pizza machine. I decided, and I told my parents, Friday for dinner, we will do a test run of the pizza machine. Now, when I picked it up, my nieces and my brother and his wife all told me that his wife's father, my brother's father-in-law, was constantly making pizzas in the, in his own personal one, and that they weren't very good, you know? 
And my nieces were complaining that uh, it's either burned or the dough in the middle isn't cooked, but that they're not very good. So uh, I was like, okay. And I and I figured it's probably some sort of technique or, or whatnot. So I watched a series of YouTube videos and whatnot. And I said, I got a good sense. So we did a test run. I bought the pizza dough at a local pizza shop. So they called Mr. G's. Okay. And it's just one of those like, you know, local, like where baseball teams go afterwards to have uh, their pizza. And I bought the pizza dough and I didn't know anything. You would think, and I didn't learn until after that, I would have watched a YouTube video about how to roll out pizza dough. I was just making it up. Oh my God. What a disaster. What a disaster. It was a disaster. Um, the great thing about pizza, though, is even a disaster is still a very edible and delicious disaster. I didn't have anything where the dough was raw, but definitely some of them were more burned than others. Because So what happens on this uni pizza oven is you put the wood pellets in, it lights it up, and the oven gets to the heat of over 900 degrees. You can get up to 900 degrees. And you're supposed to, to constantly turn the pizza so that it, it gets an even an even browning because the flames are going to hit certain parts and you want it to be even. So you turn the pizza every, you know, 20 to 30 seconds. And, and then that lets the top get brown and cooked and the bottom and everything. Okay. Well, um... What I found out was on that first one was the dough. And so this is solved why my brother's father-in-law's dough was always undercooked. Because it cooks so fast, the dough has to be, especially in the middle, very, very thin. Okay. Otherwise, uh, it's just not going to cook all the way through. Two. And I saw this on YouTube videos. You can't, you can't do a pizza hut. You can't have. Uh, a triple crust, you know, I'm not talking about triple, like a, a pep, extra pepperoni, extra sauce that you can't pile it on. You can't have like a, one of those. It has to be, you know, uh, you have to be sparse with the ingredients so that, so that the fire can get through and cook the dough underneath. If you have too much stuff on shit, wait, you have too much shit on top, then it can't get to the dough underneath, you know? So you'll cook the bottom on the pizza stone, but the the top will be doughy. So I followed all those rules. Uh, on the first one, I just couldn't get the right. That was so the first day, Friday's experiment. The cook was good, but the pizzas were all kinds of different weird shapes. Okay. So now it's the next day, and I was very nervous, and so I watched a series of YouTube videos about how to shape the correct pizza dough. So we have the party, and I'll get to the party in a second. Right now we're talking about the pizza, okay? Right now we're talking about the pizza. Well, the dough came out fine, uh, but I guess the party does have something to do with it. Okay, I'll tell you a little bit. My cousin brought a big salad, okay, an Italian salad. Jean-Paul brought a very generous charcuterie board. And then I also made, and guys, I cannot recommend this recipe more highly. It was from the New York Times. 
it was a peach bruschetta uh, recipe. Okay, so your traditional bruschetta with uh, the bread and it's grilled, brushed with olive oil, rubbed with garlic, and then I spread some gorgonzola. And then you put some sliced peaches on top, and then you I put it in the pizza oven so that it got caramelized. Oh my goodness, how fucking good was that? How good was that? You know, it was amazing. So uh, that was fantastic, and uh, that was a big hit. But there was, I made a lot. It made a lot. This uh, bruschetta. So we were sitting there with this just just abundance of food, and I said, oh, my God, I'm so embarrassed. We have so much food. We didn't even need to make the pizzas. And no one said anything. Everyone agreed. Like, oh, my God, yeah, there's so much food here. So now we go on. And I, I let the, the – you, you have to build the pizza fire. It's a whole thing, you know. And then at 8.30, like hours later – Paul, Jay's boyfriend, goes, where are these pizzas? And I thought we weren't doing the pizzas. He goes, no one ever said that. Of course, everyone sides against me, even though later in private, John Paul told me, like, yeah, we all agreed with you, but I don't know. Like, he was just stuck on the pizza. So I had to start the whole pizza up again. I realized how late it was. I was like, oh, and I had to get everything together. Luckily, I had prepared, pre, haha, focus on the pre prepared everything. So all the toppings and everything were ready in little bowls. The dough was set out, but I had to rebuild the fire and the pizza oven and the whole thing. Well, uh, I um, was able to shape the dough correctly. That was no problem. The problem was um, it was dark and I really couldn't see and um, I don't know. They just the dough wasn't cooked correctly. Uh, I don't know. I think I wasn't tech testing the heat. I don't know what it was. So some pizzas were better than others, and I think they were all at best mediocre, which is really sad because the day before the flavors were good. It's just the the pizzas were in disgusting, weird shapes. You know, they weren't round and beautiful. They were. They were ugly pizzas, but they were delicious. Today, this day, they were beautiful-looking pizzas, but there were parts that were burned. I think some of the flour burned on the pizza stone. Um, I don't know. There was a lot of problems on Saturday, and I'll talk about it at length on Throwing Down because everybody was very polite. They were like, oh, yeah, this was a – oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, God. So yesterday, we still had some dough left over, so for lunch – I made some pizzas, and they came out good. Not fantastic, but good. Decent. The way I would rank it is uh, Friday was a C minus. Saturday was a C. And um, uh, yesterday they were Bs, you know. And so so what it is, and I was talking, I was giving my brother the full rundown, is this is like, you know, I have that Traeger oven, right? which is a Traeger grill, which is essentially a very expensive piece of equipment that pretty much does all the work for you, okay? It smokes it, right, temperature, controls it, Wi-Fi, yada, 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 okay? The Uni pizza oven feels like it's going to be that. It feels like that's what it's supposed to be. 
But it's actually a tool that you have, and, it, and it's an acquired skill. It's just, you have to, I would have to make, look, by the third time I was at a B, I bet you if you give me another week of me making pizzas every day on this oven, by the end of this week, let's say by Friday, I would be making very, very, very good pizzas because I would know exactly how to use this tool. But that's not the case. And so it's a skill. You have to know where to put the pizza. You have to know when to turn it. You have to know how to control the heat, as I later learned. You really shouldn't put it at the 900 degrees. You have to control the fire because it burns from those pellets through no, like nobody's business. It is an art form, just like grilling is an art form, just like barbecues, just like any kind of cooking is an art form. It sells itself like it's like this bougie high-end apple of grilling, but it's not the Traeger which does all the work for you. This is another tool that you have to get good at and another skill set you have to get good at. So I'm kind of mildly embarrassed. Thank God I made that bruschetta, which was so good that maybe it balances it out. But um, yeah, a little embarrassed by how terrible the pizzas. I wouldn't say terrible, but it was just, like I said, even the shittiest pizza was good. You know, so it was, I'll say this, it was edible. You know, it was edible. And I'll go in detail on throwing down. Uh, okay, the other thing. So the, I don't know what it was because I had done, I did, a, I was a very good party planner uh, this week. And so I had done, set everything. I didn't want to be stressed about this party. So I had set everything up so that um, my work w- was spread out. Okay. So on Saturday, the, 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 the event didn't begin until 6.30, but for the most part on Saturday, I just chillaxed. And, and then around 4, because everything was already done. Everything I just, I just had to put everything together. At 4, I started casually, I listened to podcasts, and I was casually making the pizza toppings and doing this and doing that. Doing all the little homework I had to do, but very casually putting together the bruschetta. So the reason I bring that up is, and the party was very casual. Everybody was gone by 11. And I went, I was exhausted and I went right to bed. Cleaned up, I had to clean up still. So I probably, it took me about half an hour to finish cleaning up. And then I went to bed around 1130 or so, like the second my head hit the pillow. I don't know what it is. The next day, and I feel like maybe I slept eight hours. Maybe I didn't though. The next day, Sunday. I was fucking exhausted. I was exhausted. I was so, so tired. I was like, I could have slept another 12 hours. Okay. And I went, I did a book as usual, and I went to the bakery and picked up the items for the brunch we have every Sunday. We had the brunch. It was, there was, it was not uneventful. And my plan was after the brunch, I even told my parents, I'm so sleepy after this brunch, I'm just going to go and I'm going to just sleep until I wake up. You know, I might sleep through the night. I was that tired. And just as I was about to like turn off my phone and everything like that, John Paul calls me and he says, Hey, I'm going to Palm Springs, which is an hour and a half from where I live. He goes, I'm going to Palm Springs. Uh, you said you wanted to go with me next time I went, and that's true. I had said, next time you go to Palm Springs, I'll go with you. 
And he's like, let's go. I got to go. I got to go talk to the contractor. And I was like, oh, I promised her. So I toughed it out. He was going to half an hour away. And I went to Palm Springs with him. I kind of regret it, even though it was fine. And I have great stories from there and whatnot. The entire time, like, I was so exhausted. I could have totally gone to sleep. So we drive, we're driving over there and I'm already tired. I'm trying to put a good face on it. I'm trying to rally. And he goes, we have to stop at this target in Moreno Valley because I need to charge my car. He's a Tesla. This Tesla. Now, I don't know if John Paul's car is a good example of this. It needs so much charging. So like we had to stop in Moreno Valley and he parked his car at like a charging station and then we had to go to a target and kill time until it charged some. Then we did that, and then we went to I went to Starbucks, and I got I needed a coffee, even though I never drink coffee afternoon. I did that day, and I got a coffee. I'm making my tired still tired. I'm talking about. Then we went to Palm Springs, and he had a few things he needed to accomplish. Okay, he needed to talk to his contractor because, as we know, John Paul bought a, bought a house in Palm Springs, and they're renovating the house. He needed to take some measurements of the wall. And he said, oh, and, and this is so, this to me is the John's life in a nutshell. He had to go talk to the contractor about the wallpaper. He had to go take measurements of the wall. And he needed to bring back from storage in the garage Evil John's Popeye suit. Because he was going to wear, Evil John was going to wear the Popeye suit when he goes on Let's Make a Deal. Because I just found this out. Evil John is going to be on Let's Make a Deal. We found that out the night before. Jay was there for this. So, um, I was like, this is their fucking life, you know? Just fucking just weirdness. So we go and we do all that stuff. John Paul and I went to lunch there. And actually while I was there, after I ate some lunch, I rallied again. And I wasn't as tired. But before I went to lunch, man, I was he was sitting there talking to the contractor and I was like nodding off. And then after we had lunch, we got in the we did we looked for the Popeye suit. We couldn't find it. So Evil John's gonna go look for it next week. John Paul did find the John Cena doll that Evil John wanted because they had seen some movie that John Cena's in. And so he wanted his John Cena doll. Uh, and, um, then we drove back and the drive back was uneventful. He dropped me off and I think I just went to bed super early that day, you know, went to bed super early. So, uh, yeah, that was my weekend. I'll probably go into more detail and joke more and be much more Joe Batanz about it today. I'm throwing down Those are the stories I think I'm going to tell him throwing down are the Palm Springs trip and, um. And, uh, the pizza party. Um, but, uh, for now, that's it. You know, uh, everything with Aiden's fine. Um, I beat Zelda, so there's no big updates on Zelda. Um, but that's a, I feel like there was another story. I'm like, oh, I gotta tell this story on the, this Joe Batanz. But I don't really quite remember what it is. But if I do, I'll write it down. And uh, when we do, I will talk about it here. Because, look, I still have to do a show tomorrow. I have to do a show. Something's going on tomorrow. 
What is it? Tomorrow's Wednesday? I feel like I have something going on. I was like, yeah, I can do that. It's Wednesday. I don't know what it is. Either way, whatever happens, you're going to hear it right here on this Joe Batanz. And you can only get that one place right here on Afterthought Media. Afterthought Media.